Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Flawed and Fearless podcast. I am your host, Lisa Covert, where I help you show up as your beautifully flawed and fearless self in your life, your relationships, and your profession. This week, we are discussing how important it is to get real with yourself and how quick life can turn up when you do. Let's get started. Welcome. So, season two, episode two. Still can't believe we've gotten this far. I'm so glad you're here and listening. The reason this topic had come up for me this week is because in the A Club, where I help women create thriving lives by finding their safety and connection and guidance, our community, and we were working on accountability, how to actually be accountable, how to actually make that happen, what does it look like, all those kind of details. And when I was creating that, I was like, what can I do to kind of spin off that? I knew that before I was able to be accountable, I really had to get real with with myself. I wish somebody had a podcast out there that got real with me, like I had to get real with myself. So that's what this is. I want you to get real with yourself today. I want you to know that being accountable is like step two. It's making the decision. If you've ever, I always bring up that quit smoking. That was one of those things I thought I'd never do. And once I made that decision, there was no going back. It was, okay, I'm here. How do I solve this? It wasn't going to happen. When you can make that commitment, people would say it was because I was pregnant. I was like, no way. So for me, I had an ending date. Like if this doesn't work, that's fine. But in nine months time, I could pick that up and start again. And I didn't, but that was freeing for me. But in order to continue and go to those battles, I was home alone. I could have easily gone and bought a pack of cigarettes or, you know, anyone that has been addicted to anything. I mean, I used to bite my nails. I used to suck my thumb, like so many kind of addictions like that, that were almost numbing. And this is one of those things where are we sitting there and saying, okay, we want to lose weight. Okay, I want to create that business. Okay, I want to have financial freedom. Okay, I want to do this extra stuff in my house or or I want to be more valuable and I want to do these things. I want to make time for this. I want to make, ki- make my kids a priority, but make my, my personal life and the things that I need and want and aspire to do also important. When it comes down to it, do you make the decision? You have to get real at yourself in order to move from this point to actually being accountable. It's like making a map and you're like, yes, I totally want to go to the beach. This would be fabulous. And then you find out that beach is filled with jellyfish and there was one piece of the puzzle that didn't match and you didn't know. That is the step from getting real with yourself to accountability. You can create a map all you want, but if you find out that beach is infested with jellyfish, you, you're, you're not doing any of the things you wanted to do. You actually never reached the goal that you wanted. Maybe it's unattainable. So what I'm trying to say is it's one of those things that I had to get real with. I mean, can you think of anything that you keep saying, I know, you know, because I've been there. I've, I mean, every year I am still there, but I get better and better each year. Do you make like resolutions and say this year, I'm going to make that business happen this year. I'm going to 
get the job that I want and love. This year, I'm going to make my happiness a priority. This year, I am not going to procrastinate. You know, like all of these things. And year after year, they kind of just come up again and again. They rear their kind of head and it's disappointing. It's like, okay, this time I'm going to do it. But all of a sudden it's like, will you? And that's the time where accountability comes into place. When you are in doubt and you're like, oh my gosh, can I do this? There's a difference between can I do this? And you're questioning in your mind, And there's another question saying, you sure you want to do this? That's everything that changes. You're never veering off from do you or don't you. It's like signing a contract. If you sign a contract and this says one year handshake, it says the words, there's no reason you can cancel it. Well, then there's no reason you can cancel it. Anything you do to, you can find an attorney, you're going to end up paying more money to try to find a loophole than just accepting the contract that you made. That's what I'm saying. Once you get real with yourself and you have decided and said, yes, I am not going to stop this. I'm going to do everything in my power to get to that next step, to create that business, to be that mom, to be that friend, to be that spouse, to go for the things that I've wanted to do to stop focusing on the reasons why I can't, the excuses, and focus on the things that we can. These are one of those moments, and we talked about it in the last podcast, of getting real, this podcast. It, it takes work, and I didn't know if it was something that I could do or not. Editing, all these kind of things that go involved with it. Can I keep up with it? The real question was, Lisa, are you willing to make this a priority over TV watching? Or those extracurricular things. I'm not saying, are you willing to take this over your health? No, I'm not asking myself, am I willing to do this even though it could be life-threatening? No, that's not the question I'm asking. We're not talking about survival. We're talking about, I commit to this as long as it still makes sense. But I'm going to not say, I didn't make my business this year and I'm very disappointed, but I'm not taking into account how many seasons I've watched on shows or how many times I took a night off or watched a show or or had a girl's night or had a date night. And those things are important. But am I willing to say, I still had another year that went by and I didn't accomplish that thing I wanted to accomplish. Year after year, is it there? So you have to ask yourself and go, do I want that? Do I want the business? Do I want to lose weight? Do I want those things over nighttime eating? over all my free time and be able to do anything. Do you want financial freedom or do you really just want freedom from responsibilities? Meaning maybe you want financial freedom, but are you willing to do what it will take? Are you willing to say when a sale comes up on a couch or, or a car or um, something for your grandchildren or children? Are you willing to say, you know, we don't need that and no one's really going to hurt. It's more important to pay off the debt. Abundance later, but I'm going to stick to the boundaries that I said. and I'm only going to spend so-and-so on their birthday or their Christmas. That's the choice and you can start making accountability. You can start implementing those boundaries. You can start implementing those steps. But getting real with yourself is the first step. Ask yourself, is there something year after year that you haven't done yet? It is absolutely essential 
that you get real with yourself because this may sound a little painful or uncomfortable to say, yeah, maybe in the past I did choose a TV show over Dream I Wanted or After That Business, or I chose that nighttime snack over losing the pounds, or I chose to be exhausted and, and take a nap instead of taking a walk, or I chose to buy that item because it was on sale and I didn't need it, need it. So I chose that over financial freedom. These are not wrong or right. These are just accepting that those are the choices. But are you okay with continuing to do that? That's your question. That's the getting real with yourself. When you do get real with yourself, you will catalyst up because you're not going to be okay with all of those decisions. You are a wonderful, amazing person that has such deep feelings and guilt is not something you do well with. You are going to choose different choices. You're going to say, let me go fold that laundry. I will feel guilty if I'm sitting here on the couch knowing it's over there and I could put it all in the basket and fold a few pieces on, a, on each commercial. Yes, I won't be sitting down as much, but I also won't have the guilt in the middle of the night and remember I didn't do it or find out when the clothes are not present or have to do it and feel forced to do it much later or after my due date per se. Am I willing to take that guilt over not doing it? And we all know that eventually be, you'll be feeling bad for days over laundry, which is nothing. <laughs> so I choose now to get up, do the laundry in between on commercial, pause the show, watch it on a device or bring my clothes out there. Now I'm finding solutions to have done what I want and be good with the answer or good with the, the means. Getting real with myself and making commitment and accountability doesn't mean that just because I want to open a business, I'm going to live a life of survival. No, if I really want this item that has finally come on sale and we have put a financial fast per se on uh, say a month and there's that item, we just, I mean, discuss and think about the risk. And if it comes to be that that is something that even though we put our that decision, we would like to break it. That was one of those things that we would save a lot of money or whatever, once in a lifetime thing, however. But it's not like the end of the world if it veers off. If it's acceptable in the contract, then it's acceptable. That's what it is to yourself. Just be, make a commitment to yourself. That's getting real. And then the accountability steps are then practiced and practiced. Okay, so if I could offer advice on how to get more real with yourself, take a personal inventory of things that you may or not like are very comfortable to talk about. I usually like to get real with myself in journaling or talking to myself. <laughs> I do that often when I walk. <laughs> it just nobody's paying attention to you put an earbud in just keep talking and I will talk it out and get real with myself. Like Lisa, are you okay with choosing? Here's one. My kids usually come up a lot for me. Are you okay having homework last two hours with your son rather than you having a commitment date and time and saying, no, we need to be completed by this time. It makes it work for the whole family. Am I willing to give him extra every day than I am capable of? And the answer is no. I am not comfortable, not just not comfortable. Can I still come out of that not resentful, not being snippy, not being the opposite of what I want to be? 
Is that the, do I want to be snippy with my kid after school? No. Do I want to be rolling my eyes or feeling like, ugh, you know, that breath you're like, can this stop? Like, really? You know, when you feel like that. So do I want to feel like that? No. So those are kind of like decisions that personally have made. And it's, you know, it's never easy. And those are moments that are kind of gut-wrenching because you don't really know. But it's giving it a little time. It's trusting in yourself. It's trusting that it's worth a try. I always try things a couple days and see. And that is one of those examples. I got really strict on time after getting his homework done. And when I started to actually get it like a little bit of a schedule, I mean it by strict, I'm like within 20-30 minutes of the time I said before or after sounds good to me. <laughs> Of course, I was a little flexible. I started to see where he started to love the consistency. He started to know what I was doing. He started just doing it on his own. I'm just saying that just because something's uncomfortable doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep trying. I do believe in a life or death. If it's not a fire, if it's not that, I write contracts to myself. That's one of the recommendations is doing a contract to yourself. I mean, anyone I coach or do workshop with, they will begin with signing the contract for themselves and reading it very often every day. So those are a few tips. Also too, I like to call them my little healing cards. Healing cards are my words that will inspire a thought that something's really good or a picture. I love big moments for me. I can remember in a second looking at my kids and like their newborn picture. I can remember and like put myself back in a moment of the moment I met them and how they were so dependent on me and one of those things that were very overwhelming for me to see how much they actually needed me. And I just remember the love right away or moments of I remember a kiss when my husband and I got married. But it's not just those moments. It when I reached a goal, I treated myself to a massage did that for three days and how painful it was but in the end how much he trusts and how much he is consistent and he's taking care of himself now these are moments or quotes or things something that I can remember and I put them around sometimes I change the background on my phone these are kind of suggestions to help myself keep honest with myself and really ask the questions and remind me why I'm doing what I'm doing Go back to the nine months of quitting smoking. It's been nine years, but he was my motivation. Every time I saw his sonogram, every time I felt a kick, it was him that had me inspired. Whatever will gut-wrench you and like, oof, I do not ever want to go against that decision. I would feel ashamed of myself. I would feel terrible. Those are usually things that will keep from giving up. You know, you can give up for a night or something, but there's always the next day and you get right back. So those are a few tips, but there's also one more. Also thinking of the positive moments or the positive things that will happen as a catalyst. You start your business and you start making money. Thinking about all the people that you can put a smile on their face and do something special or help out easier than you know your crazy schedule right now or the freedom that you may have and what your mornings would look like i also put those healing cards for positive motivation as well i think of conversations that i'll have with my kids things that have actually happened these are not just things in in the future these are anchors too it's one of my times when i my healing cards is thinking of my son doing our homework and how 
I wanted to give up, and so did he, but we persevered for a few days, nothing that long, and how much benefit it came. And I just, the word homework reminds me of that right away. Those are having positive effects and positive healing cards around. One other is, I call it my twist up. It's my work towards being accountable to myself, but also not put too much perfection on it. So I believe sometimes that we can set ourselves up to too much accountability, almost setting ourselves up for failure. Because being people that kind of have had that fight or flight, survivor, loss and lack sometimes, have ever been a victim, have ever been any circumstance like that, which everyone has. Once you have been there, you can easily think that way very, very quickly. When you have that, you have your armor up. You're preparing to not be hurt. You are ready to defend if necessary. When you are looking for that, there are times that you can miss the the true purpose that maybe you're putting too much pressure on yourself and actually setting yourself up for failure. That's something that I do, kind of a twist around. It's, I ask myself a question and I ask, actually from the beginning, whenever I set a goal, I write the goal. I also write little blurbs like circle. And one is from each important person or I would say animal too in my life that the reason I said I was doing this. So if my motivation for business was freedom and maybe I really wanted to do something with my husband, let's say pay off debt or do some renovation or get a car repair or uh, do a vacation, you know, doing all these things or just providing or paying or going on doing some extra things in any way. I write a blurb or a little circle from every single person item, however. So if my goal is to achieve a certain amount of income to get my children signed up in some extra, or how about I'm setting a goal to achieve a certain income. And let's say that income is to pay off some debt, kind of have a number, you have an idea. Well, I write the goal that I want to achieve. And then who am I doing this for? Not just myself. There's always more. My kids, my spouse, my animal, maybe, you know, the inner child in me, you know, all this. So this is, or maybe I've always wanted to impress my parents. However, I'm not saying these people should be the reasons you're doing it. Definitely not. But when you want to get real with yourself and keep from going too much imperfection on your accountability and, and actually almost putting you over worse, you make little blurbs. For my children, they would be, if I wasn't down and not sure if I could do this, what would my children say? Mom, I'm so proud of you for trying. We still love you no matter what you do. Before any sadness, anything like that. Or what if you needed some encouragement on the way? What that, what could they do to remind you to not get to perfection, to make it unattainable? What would you need to keep going when you want to give up? You go back to that. I mean, I have done my dog. My, we lost him a few years ago and I just put in a blurb and him say, you got this mom. Um, You know, I just think about his smile. And as soon as I see his name in that blurb, 
I'm reminded why I'm doing this. And when I'm reminded why I'm doing this, then I can ask myself the real questions. Lisa, are you putting too much pressure on this? Lisa, are you making realistic? Is this still what you want? Maybe you thought you wanted to do this and that's not really what you want. That's okay because everyone's not meant to do everything. This is the process of it. You find out what you're natural at, what you get help at. I can honestly tell you myself and so many other people, once you go through that and get real, I mean, you open up your eyes and you're like, wow, you do what? You, I don't like doing that. Oh, you want to do, that would be amazing. Thank you. It happens like handed to you easily. So if you turn around and start asking yourself these questions, how would you feel? And that not only are these words encouraging for you, but you must put yourself, that's the other part of the twist of the questions. If this was my dog, and this scenario happened to him, what would I say to him? That is one of the biggest. So I have to turn around into the moment and just say it. What would I say to him right now? And he was coming up short or feeling overwhelmed that he couldn't get this goal. He was never going to do it. He's going to fail. What would I say to him? Buddy, that's okay. Must be, you know, need to adjust this. That's okay. They're, you know, let's find a goal that is attainable for you. Or you got this. I know you can do it. Keep going. And I know sometimes it's hard to relate because let's say your dog's not going to have a business, but I'm talking realistic best. If he was out there doing something that went to a training, wanted to achieve something and wanted to play, loved to be the dog park, something like that. What could you say to him if he was not succeeding in something to do? You can always twist it around and find that childlike way. And I promise you those, those give your anchors, those keep you going forward in accountability. I hope this episode, I really wanted you to get real with yourself because I, I made the accountability episode in a club and I really wanted to get, I'm like, what's the step prior to this, which is really getting real. And the last tip is to be authentic about who you are, be authentic and be truthful, be you. This takes honesty and complete you. If it comes about and you are trying to set a goal and you wanted to be married and have kids and then you find out that that may not have been your dream. Maybe that was your parents' dream or maybe that was not the person. Maybe you were so clouded with other things that was not the person. Well, you need to get real with things like that where there's no blame. You just want better doesn't matter if up to this point you have made your goals and your desires or your healing not important. It doesn't matter if you have stomped on it. What matters is now that you're seeing it. And when you start answering yourself, talking to yourself and saying, hey, is this something I want? Do I really want that business? Because I can find time instead of watching those shows. But you know, I deserve to watch those shows. I mean, I work hard for that little bit of time. Okay. But the question is, am I willing to say I didn't do the business at this time? I did not put my efforts into that. I did not put my efforts in my children. I did not put my efforts into my marriage because right now I just want to catch up on my shows. If you're not okay with that, then that's fine. Then, then that's great. But if you are, that's great too then, I mean, that's got to tell you something, but you, you're not a victim. 
You can't say our marriage is not better because of you. You can't say any, you can't blame it. It's a full choice that you've made. And I think for me, that's a very hard decision for me to make. If I've made that decision with someone, then, then they don't need to be my life at the moment. But also the people that are dearest to me, if I'm not willing to live with that, then make different decisions. If you want success, you need to go after it. You don't need to just survive and be sick and not sleep, but you do need to keep asking people. You do need to start seeking out and getting near people that think like you. You can't say, I want healing. And even if you're saying, I have no money, you have no resources right now, or is this a good time? I'm not sure anything. There are so many things out there just like this that don't cost anything. There is no excuse for not starting there. It's not that it's an excuse. It's if you're okay with it, then that's okay. But then we don't get to victimize ourselves. We're not, we can't be, I don't have that business. I don't have this thing. I don't have this thing. I'm not happy. But what are you doing to make yourself happy? Are you, when it comes to that time and it says, if you do this, you will be happy if you fold that laundry and go to bed and it's done. You will not be happy if you wake up and still in the dryer. So do you really want to be happy? Then do the thing. Okay. And how can I make that the most enjoyable and do everything I want? You're just making one decision at a time. And that will bring you to the accountability. And I say this because I believe this is the start. I believe that when you are asking yourself this question, it's a new habit and you start to notice your thoughts and it's a little tiring. Having that accountability is so important because you're helping each other even at levels where say you're that person that says, wow, I'm going to start asking myself this, these questions, but I need more. I need, I need someone to, um, or I can't do my life right now, rethink my thoughts and come up with a plan. What do I do? That's what I truly believe having accountability partner groups is essential because from the outside, that person can say, Hey, I know that you really want that. And I want that for you too. Do you ever think about giving yourself about five days and then starting it up? Just get used to that little new way of thinking first and see the next step. Instead of going through in pain, maybe it would work. That is the kind of people and the kind of advice that you need in the moments. And somebody else might see that and say, oh, maybe that is that just another excuse because you're tired? No. <laughs> we have to listen to ourselves and be around people that are like-minded and get us. My hope is that you get real with yourself and you free yourself, detach yourself from any and all of that pain that comes from year after year, feeling like you can't accomplish something. Get real and know that you can, or you can't. Can you be this business person and still, can you still take care of those people and still do this? If you can't, then which one do you prefer? and accept that and move on. But we don't ask ourselves those questions. We automatically do instead of taking that moment, asking, moving on. And it's more of, you know, you're not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings, appeasing them. You know, you'll know everything about that. I'm sure uh, you have the same thing. Appeasing our uh, family. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. I am glad that you came here this week and you joined me on this week's episode of Flawed and Fearless Podcast. 
if you are looking for a tribe of women who are just like you, seeking healing and freedom and true joy, join a club today. This is a safe place to be yourself, your flaws and all. We would love for you to join our community and grow alongside us. All you need to do is go to www.flawedandfearless.com. That's F-L-A-W-E-D-A-N-D-F-E-R-L-E-S-S.com. Flawedandfearless.com. Until next time, bye.